Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's shaking, Red Nation? This is Jeremy Brenner with another episode of the Kiss of Death podcast, home of all things Houston Rockets at the Fan First Sports Network. And tonight we are discussing the drafter map, as I like to call it. The aftermath of the draft, the Rockets walk away with two prospects. Uh, Amen Thompson, Cam Whitmore, welcome to Houston. Definitely did not see this outcome coming, but this is the reality, Rockets fans, and it's a good reality to be in. The Rockets have picked up a pair of top recruits from this draft class, and the the debate before the draft, and we talked about it a little bit uh, earlier in draft week, was Amen Thompson or Cam Whitmore. The Rockets get to have their cake and eat it too in this case. Two top prospects from the class of 2023, and both of them are in Houston. Um, we'll start off with Amen Thompson, and then we'll go to Cam Whitmore, and we'll kind of talk a little bit about what this means for the Rockets moving forward. Um, so as I, as I predicted on the last show I was on on Wednesday, um, we had Amen Thompson number four, and, you know, last year we had a bit of a surprise with Paolo not going number or Paolo going number one instead of number three. This year it was pretty, pretty streamlined at the beginning of the draft. Uh, granted, you know, there was some controversy at number two and number three, 
But number four, it felt really clear that Amen Thompson was going to be the pick. And alas, he was. So Amen Thompson, welcome to Houston. I really think this is a great, great get for the Rockets. He is someone that can be the point guard of the future. They could go in a direction where they feel he is the point guard that can play for them. Granted, the shooting woes are the 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 thing that is troublesome when it comes to Amen Thompson. That being said, that's really my only true knock on him. Granted, look, he is you don't want your point guard not to be able to shoot. However, we have hope that that will change. Amen Thompson, this dude's a gym rat. He is someone that is constantly, constantly, constantly in the gym. He loves basketball. I think I read a, a report that said he loves basketball too much, which can't be a bad thing. Um, this guy eats, sleeps, breathes basketball, and there's a reason why the Rockets made him the number four pick in the draft. Um, as to how he's going to fit, it's it's still a little bit of a question mark, right? Because we really don't know what's going to go on in free agency. Free agency is going to dictate a lot of what this first year looks like. And the Rockets are right now in a position where they're kind of in a bit of a crossroads, right? You know, you have a men Thompson. You want him to get these minutes. You want him to be able to develop into who he possibly can become. But you also want to win. So, and those two aren't exactly synonymous at this point. A men Thompson could be the best Rockets player in five years from now, but the Rockets are trying to get better this year. So Houston is going to have to figure out some kind of happy medium, some kind of balance. How do we develop Amen Thompson into becoming the guy in Houston, your, your lead guard next to Jalen Green, while also trying to win basketball games? And... It's going to be difficult to do that this year because Amen's a 19-year-old point guard who hasn't played in any competition that is really notable. Notable, like notable. I mean, he played in the overtime elite league, and there's still a lot of question marks that surround that. But the player, the prospect, um, doesn't doesn't lie, right? He's six seven, six eight, really athletic, uber athletic. It matches a lot of who the Rockets have taken in the past couple of years in terms of just pure athleticism and ability to run the floor. Um, on top of that, um, you know, he's, he's the good size in order to be a defender, someone that can defend multiple positions. That's someone that you want. Someone that's six, seven, six, eight, you know, has a long wingspan can, can guard some wings if needed can also guard some lead guards as well. And, that is a plus. That is a massive plus. His size is a big reason why he is where he is in the draft. If he was like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, you're looking at a guy that might be a late first round pick, maybe even an early second round pick. I really do believe that his size is a big reason why he's seen so highly in this draft. And his passing ability, his passing abilities are his, the best part about his game, right? He's a true pass first point guard and when you have a guy like Jalen Green who is a super shooter and Jabari Smith who you know we need to try to develop him into this three and d kind of guy Amen Thompson is a guy that can set those guys up to get more open shots to get a better 
to just get a better look. And that's something that the Rockets have lacked in the last year or two that hopefully could change with a men Thompson leading point. And as for whether or not this is going to affect free agency, um, I'm not too sure, you know, it's, it really ultimately depends on the direction the Rockets want to go in. Do the Rockets want to develop these young guys, play them more, even if they may lose, or do they bank on the fact that this team could benefit from a different system, which they're getting with an Ime Odoka versus Steven Silas? Um, like how much does, we're going to find out this off season, how much the front office really believes in this core. And I think they believe in them pretty, uh, pretty wholeheartedly. Um, you know, they haven't really proven that they don't, um, but they really haven't had a chance to prove that yet. Um, the Rockets are, uh, you know, linked with almost every top free agent because they have, I want to say like $60 million in cap space. So the Rockets have money to spend, which is why they're connected to all these people. It's going to be a question as to whether they trust the roster currently or they trust the outside. And everything to me has suggested that they're going to add at least three guys that could be significant rotation pieces. And that's really difficult because if you're going to add, let's say, three veterans, you're also going to have Jalen Shangoon, Tari and Bari, and then Amen Thompson and Cam Whitmore. That's nine guys already. We haven't even brought up Kevin Porter Jr. or KJ Martin or Jay Sean Tate. That's already, that's 12 guys. And 12 guys are not going to play every night. So it's going to be a real roster crunch. But in some ways, it's a good thing because it forces people, it forces these players to earn their minutes, earn their spot in the rotation, and competition's coming in. And I think iron sharpens iron in the NBA. And I think these young players are really going to benefit from playing with a couple of different veterans and just a different mindset versus what we've seen in the last couple of years in this total teardown of a team. You know, this team, they, they've torn it down, but they're building it back up. They're building it back up with these, with these young prospects, Amen Thompson and Cam Whitmore included in that group. And it's going to be really fun to see how it all shakes out. Um, but moving on to Cam Whitmore now. Uh, the number 20 pick in the draft, Cam Whitmore, he was supposed to be a lot of a lot of dr mock drafts pegged him as high as number four, which is crazy considering the Rockets had the number four pick and they were also able to get him with Amen Thompson. But this slide is a bit of a concern, I would say. I'd be like Rockets fan, like everyone in the NBA, like there's a reason why he he dropped. Like it's not like just willy-nilly that that all of these teams just happen to pass up on this guy right but this is this was the reality like cam whitmore is a risk um and he's a risk not because of this injury um that i think was like brought up look his ceiling is really high his ceiling is in my opinion um high-end starter for a really good championship team he's like a like he could be and his athleticism is insane. I think I read somewhere that someone compared his athleticism to Anthony Edwards, which that's a huge, huge, huge compliment. Um, so if we can get like an Anthony Edwards type athlete and if the scoring can figure out a way to get to that, 
same level of eliteness. Rockets got a huge steal, huge deal at number 20. If that is the case with Cam Whitmore, that being said, that's a really high bar to achieve. Anthony Edwards is an all-star within year, within year three. And I don't think that's necessarily going to be what Cam Whitmore is, especially considering the fact that Cam Whitmore also has to compete against a bunch of young up and coming players in his own team. So that's going to be a bit of a tricky uh, obstacle for him to overcome. Now, Cam Whitmore. He- With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He is really like, he, he isn't much of a creator. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He didn't do a whole lot of that in... Uh, at Villanova last year. Um, you know, he was the fourth leading scorer on his team, um, but everyone ahead of him on the scoring list at Villanova this past season was a senior or a fifth year senior or sixth year senior, I believe. So the fact that he was getting all these touches as a freshman for a team like Villanova that isn't really a one and done type of school, like Cam Whitmore is an exception to the rule. Like Villanova. They, they bring their guys in, they're there for a couple of years, and then they go to the league if they're good enough. Um, but Cam Whitmore is an exception, and it's because he's a really good player, and he and he can be in the NBA right now. The question is that, that concerns me is how much did the Rock like, did the Rockets take Cam Whitmore because he was the best player available, or because they really think that he can be a guy for them? Now, I brought up this concern with Cam Whitmore in our pre-draft week where I was concerned with, you know, like Mike would, Mike would challenge me and be be like, you know, if you're going to draft Cam Whitmore number four, are you really going to have him come off the bench? And it's like, well, you got KJ, you got Tari. I, I would, I would start KJ over Cam Whitmore and I'd probably start Tari over Cam Whitmore too. I would love to see a lineup where Tari and Jabari start. Um, And I don't know if Cam Whitmore affects that negatively, uh, positively. I'm not too sure. And you also are likely going to add some veteran wing that will challenge for playing time. So you're looking at Cam Whitmore to be the third or fourth small forward in this hierarchy. And you're going to bring in a veteran, not, and it depends on, look, it all depends on which veterans they bring in, right? It really, really does. Um, but we, we don't know that answer yet. But what we do know is the amount of potential that Cam Whitmore has. Incredibly high ceiling. And look, the Rockets should have taken him. Like, there was absolutely no reason 
for the Rockets not to take him. They really liked him in his pre-draft workout. They didn't choose him because Amen Thompson was their best player available, and rightfully so. I believe Amen Thompson is a better prospect than Cam Whitmore. The problem with Cam Whitmore that we need to see more of is he can't just be this like spot up guy. Like he's got to like there's got to be some more there. Um, and how much of his game is reliant on just sheer athleticism? You know, like. We've seen some reports where they say that uh, that Cam Whitmore didn't have a good workout, that he uh, didn't necessarily impress them in terms of basketball IQ. And that is a legitimate issue if that is for real. Uh, a lot of people are saying they their concerns were health-related. I personally don't think so. Um, he missed, I think, the first seven games of the season this past year with a thumb injury. And most people, when they flag medicals, it's more uh, below the waist. Like it's a, a foot problem or a knee problem, uh, maybe even a hip problem. But thumb injuries, you know, they're usually like they pick them up pretty quickly. And like after his thumb injury in the early part of this season, you know, he played the rest of the way. So I really don't think that a thumb injury from eight months ago is really going to affect this slide. I really think the reason why he kept sliding is because there was like in the, we'll say this, like in the top 10, like players like Bilal Koulibaly, like, uh, you know, high right, like those players that just rose really quickly. Um, you know, he was able to kind of jump in and that could have been a spot where uh, Washington would take him at number seven, number eight. And they ultimately passed on him to take Koulibaly. Um, you look at Taylor Hendricks, like someone that has a little more size on him. Jet Howard, a better, a slightly better shooter. Grady Dick, a better shooter. Um, Jordan Hawkins, a better shooter. You know, like all of these guys that that went ahead of Cam Whitmore, it's because they have a little bit more to their game that can be built upon, right? I feel like with Cam Whitmore, he's a great athlete, and he should have been higher because his potential is among the top five or six prospects here. Like his ceiling is all-star. Like if, if everything goes right for Cam Whitmore, that's an all-star. But I don't know if Houston is necessarily the best place for him. Um, like he's not going to necessarily get immediate playing time. And that to me is a concern. Um, but granted, look, if Cam Whitmore is the best player on the Rockets, he's going to play. And that's what's the good thing about the Rockets right now is there is a lot of competition. There's a lot of competition at the wing spot. And someone is going to be good enough to really take this role and be able to run with it, right? They have too many of these guys now to where, like, there's no way they all strike out. There's no way all of these players are not going to make something happen. and. That was that was the whole plan all along. Let's get as many draft picks as possible. And the talent in these drafts, especially in this draft, um, is just too high that we're going to get someone good. And look, the Rockets have gotten, you look at their core, like you look at the core, it's Jalen and Shingun. That's your alpha class, if you will. Your beta class with Jabari and Tari. And then your gamma class, which is, 
this year. That's six guys that you could legitimately say that's your core. And then like, like that's going to work. Like they're out of those six guys. I'd be shocked if at least four of them were not second contract guys with the Rockets. Like they, they will be. And Jalen and Shangun are already proving that. I think Jabari and Tari with good years this year can also prove themselves to be part of that. And then you look at Cam and Amen Thompson, also really high uh, ceilings for both of them. And that's what you want in a rebuild is you want as many guys as possible to bring it. But here's my biggest issue is the Rockets are kind of stuck. And we're going to learn a lot more about the Rockets in these next two weeks. This free agency period is going to tell us a lot about where the Rockets are. Because if the Rockets go out and get these veterans to just bury these guys in the depth chart, then, you know, is that really the best route for the Rockets? And it's a valid question. Like, that is a valid, valid question. Because I've seen a, a slight discourse, uh, a, light, a slight change in the discourse on uh, social media where it's like, okay, well, the Rockets want to win, right? And in order to win, you got to improve the players that are on the roster. And while these players might be taking individual strides, it's hard to tell if the team as a whole is going to do that. So in order to ensure that the team is going to get better, get different players. You're going to get, if you do, do the same players, get the same results. And I truly believe that without any like major free agent signings, this Rockets team is bound for the lottery once again, probably in the top five or six. And that is not where the Rockets are hoping to be this year. I still believe the plan is let's bring in some veterans and look, Hey, they might be getting like some very short term, like short term, like contracts, like two years max, maybe even some one plus one kind of deals because this year is uniquely different because of how the Rockets don't own their pick. Oklahoma city gets the pick unless it's one, two, three, or four. And that is, that has put a huge wrench in everything because it almost is forcing the Rockets to accelerate this rebuild and like take away from this organic part of it. Right. Like, cause if this wasn't like part of the equation, I think the Rockets would be okay with letting these guys run it out because look, Hey, if these guys run it out, they're going to get better, but they're not going to be good enough to get a high enough pick. They'll get another good pick again. They'll pick high in the lottery again next year. And even if they don't have their pick, they'll have Brooklyn's, which, you know, should also be a decent, uh, it should be a lottery pick. And, but the thing is the Rockets, it doesn't even matter what the Rockets do. Like they'll have the Nets pick and whatever happens with the Nets pick happens with the Nets pick. The next pick could be number one. We, we Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So I have no idea. But this is where things start to get a little. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Old dicey. And, th- and we knew this. We knew that this was coming. So like three years of Rockets just, you know, saw like just being bad, tanking, if you will. Now is the time to start flipping the page. But is that really what's best for the Rockets long term? Go out, get some guys that can help you win this year, but it hurts the development of some of these guys being unable to get as many reps as possible. And this isn't like denying reps for, you know, Ty Ty and Garuba and Josh Christopher. Like that is like, look, they, like they have promise and they have talent. And I do believe in a different situation, they might've played a little bit better. And if they were to be given another opportunity in the NBA, they might be able to salvage their careers. However, this is the number four pick in the draft of Ben Thompson. This is Cam Whitmore, who also could have been the number four pick in the draft. So like, this isn't like late twenties and, and all of that. Like these are guys that could be stars for you. If you, you know, hit those right buttons, but are you going to sacrifice that so you can win this year? That's a question that Rafael Stone is going to have to answer in the next couple of days when free agency hits free agency starts on Friday. We're going to try to do a show then I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, Mike and I, some combination, will also have like a free agency like preview show. Um, you know, like to kind of talk about it a little bit. You know, Rockets have the most cap space in the league. They have opportunity to go and get so many different guys. Uh, they're they're linked. I think Jonathan Fagan wrote out a list of you know potential free agents that the Rockets are linked to. Um, I will kind of go through this list um, a little bit you know, just to kind of get us prepared, maybe some rapid fire stuff. And then on our next episode, we will go into it a little bit more in detail. We wanted to talk more about the draft tonight and then next week or in the next episode, talk more about free agency as we go into free agency. Then on Friday, uh, 5 p.m. Central is when free agency kicks off and things just start going. So we want to go live for that. We haven't totally totally solidified those plans yet but we will be going live at some point during next weekend so that we can discuss free agency but here chris middleton money definitely fit not too sure that's gonna hurt kj it's gonna hurt cam it's gonna hurt tari um brooke lopez interesting fit i know he's getting a lot of attention but he's 35 um and shangun is there so are you just gonna tell Brooke Lopez, hey, you're gonna come be a backup for Shangun. No, like I don't, I just I just don't know how much I really believe in that. Um, or if it's even the right thing for the Rockets. Fred Van Vliet is an interesting one, um, point guard, but do you want to sacrifice potentially, you know, putting a Men Thompson on the bench to start his career? I don't know. I really don't know. Uh Bruce Brown, that's my favorite. Um, he can come off the bench, he can start. Um, and he's just a dog. Like he proved it. That's why he won with Denver last the past year. He's been on some really good teams. 
um, would be great for the Rockets, in my opinion. Uh, Cam Johnson, I just feel like he is too similar to a lot of the guys that are currently on the roster. I think it'd be counterproductive for some of the guys if he were here. Austin Reeves, um, I, I like Austin Reeves. I just don't know if I like him for the Rockets. Um, and they're gonna he's gonna cost a lot of money, and I don't know if that's exactly where you want to be spending your money. It's a hundred million dollar contract for Austin Reeves if you really want to if you really want to bring him in. I just don't know if he's worth that much money. Dylan Brooks is an interesting one. Uh, good defense. And I'm not, but also I don't like, if you ask me Dylan Brooks or Cam Whitmore, I'd rather have Cam Whitmore. And that would mean I'd also want Tari Easton. I'd rather have KJ as well. So I'd pass on Dylan Brooks. Rui Hachimura is interesting. I, I think he, I think the Lakers will match anything that, um, that comes their way. Um, but he would be an interesting, interesting player to add. I don't think, I don't see why he'd come to the Rockets. I just don't see it. Dante DiVincenzo is also an interesting one. Um, he kind of fills that backup two role, um, which the Rockets do need. I think having like a, a backup shooting guard is something that needs to be targeted in free agency. I feel like Bruce Brown fills that role probably the best. Um, but also having a guy like uh, having a guy like DiVincenzo, not a horrible uh, plan B. Um, and then Jakob Pertl, again, like a worse version of Brooke Lopez, not as good defensively. And he's going to probably want more money. Um, and I'd rather have Shangun over honestly, both of those guys. I, I like Brooke Lopez. Don't get me wrong. I, I actually, I, cause he fills the one thing the Rockets need most, which is defense in the front court. And I think he could do a lot for uh, Alperen Shangun. And I think that's why the Rockets are super um, like they're, they're linked to him really strongly. That being said, Jakob Pertl's not coming here to back up Shengun. Like, it's just not. Like, Dallas is an interesting. Like, teams that need centers. Like, Dallas makes a lot of sense for Jakob Pertl. Um, I, I, there, there's, of course, more. But, like, Dallas is one that's, like, super on my mind is a team that needs a center. Uh, the Knicks. The Knicks are another team that could use a center as well. Um, so, those are probably better. Like, the Rockets. The thing about the Rockets is they can be, they can, they can be interested in anybody. Because they have the money for it. And that's what's so interesting about the like the Rockets hold a lot of cards in free agency. They really do because um a lot of like I think the Harden domino is a big one. If the Rockets are interested in Hart, I also think Harden, you should bring in Harden if he wants to come here, even over a man Thompson. I think that um, you know, James Harden, he knows what the situation is in Houston. Um, he knows he's not coming here to, you know, be what he was before 2.0. That's just not what he's coming in for but if he knows that and he will i don't see why not i just don't see why not he elevates the roster and the ceiling way higher than any of those guys that i've just mentioned he guarantees that you will have a shot at the plan i truly believe it uh and look the rockets may not make the plan with james harden and if they don't they're gonna be the laughing stock of the league again but their chances will be there for sure and you can't say that about any of those guys on that list that I just mentioned over Harden, but we'll talk a little bit more about that on the next episode. This is a good place to park the rocket ship for now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this episode of the kiss of death podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at rockets F F S N. And that's our name because we are the home of all things Houston rockets. 
for FFSN, the Fan First Sports Network. If you'd like to follow me personally, you can do so at Jeremy Brenner. That's J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. We'll be back later this week for another free agency preview, talking all things free agency ahead of the June 30th, 5 p.m. start time for free agency. That's when deals start flying. It's when Shams and Woj are tweeting, tweeting like there's no tomorrow. And it's going to be glorious, 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 glorious. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this episode of the Kiss of Death podcast. And until next time, go Rockets.